Welcome to the first edition of the Ministry Focus Worship Essentials podcast. This podcast will be focusing on looking into biblical standards of worship and how it applies to us as the body of Christ, as well as talking about issues involving worship in today's church. And again, welcome to the very first edition of the Worship Essentials podcast under the uh, Ministry Focus podcast uh, umbrella. My name is Brian Foster, and welcome. Uh, This is a new journey for me, and I just wanted to uh, give praise to God first for giving me this opportunity uh, to come uh, to you by way of podcast, and I'll explain why I'm doing this podcast in just a few moments, but uh, for those who don't know me, I'd like to introduce myself, and uh, for those who do know me, I want to reintroduce myself and give you a little background of who I am and um, why I'm doing this podcast and and let you know what God has done for me uh, in, in my life. Uh, so again, my name is Brian Foster, and I have been uh, I'm 57 years old. Uh, yes, I am an old man. I may not sound it, but I feel it every day that I get up. Uh, but I praise God for 57 years of life. Um, I'm a 1984 graduate of Hoag County High School, and also uh, I am a graduate of Sand Hills Community College back in 2015, uh, received my associate's degree in general education, and uh, so God has been good to me in uh, in my educational pursuits. Uh, uh, during my time in high school, in my senior year, um, I joined the U.S. Army National Guard, and was um, proud to serve my country during the six years uh, that I was enlisted uh, through the National Guard and also the Army Reserves. Then um, during that time, I got into broadcasting, and I got into radio, local radio. Uh, I first started out in a little town called Rayford, North Carolina, where I graduated from, and uh, they had a little Christian radio station called WSMR, and at the time, uh, Reverend D.W. Long from Thomasville, North Carolina, owned the station, and he gave the moniker WSMR, where we'll see the master return. I still remember that after all these years. But uh, So I cut my teeth uh, there in Rayford on local radio, and then several years later, I had the opportunity to join um, uh, the sports uh, broadcasting team of WEEB here in in uh, Southern Pines, um, Larry Richardson, and of course the voice, the longtime voice of the Pinecrest Patriots, Mr. Felton Capel, uh, uh, learned a lot from them about um, broadcasting and organization. And uh, I was very privileged to work with that broadcast team for a number of years. Um, And then I kind of got out of radio and went into law enforcement. Uh, I served in law enforcement uh, here in Moore County and and in Hope County for uh, around 10 years, uh, both with the sheriff's department in uh, both counties and also uh, as a local police officer. Uh, here in Moore County. And then I went into the business. Uh, God opened a door for me to get into the business world. I've worked in real estate. 
Um, I've also been a business office manager, and I currently um, uh, work as the church administrator here at Faith Baptist Church in West End, as well as the minister of music for Faith Baptist Church. So I get to wear a number of hats here. Now I'm uh, a podcaster uh, here at the church as well. Uh, But God has been uh, very faithful to me in opening the doors of opportunity uh, for me throughout the years. I'm married, been married uh, 25 years, or soon will be 25 years, uh, to uh, a lovely lady. And I have a daughter uh, who's currently attending college to be a veterinarian technician. Um, and uh, so they've been on with this journey for me uh, over the past 25 years. Uh, that's how long I've been in, in, in uh, ministry and worship and music ministry. Um, in high school, I excelled uh, at music uh, under uh, uh, Miss Mary Archer McNeil uh, and Miss Linda Huff and uh, Miss Ann Dorsey. Uh, and I was privileged to have those ladies in my life uh, to kind of help me and formulate my musical acumen uh, during that time. Um, but also in the 25 years, I have spent time in ministry in four churches here in the Sand Hills area. And I currently, like I said, serve as the minister of music uh, here at Faith Baptist Church. Been here for about nine years. Um, and uh, God has, has really opened um, my life and my walk with him. And uh, has has really gave me a firm foundation uh, as far as ministry is concerned, and opened my eyes to a lot of things uh, about ministry. And uh, during that uh, the twenty five years that I I've served in these churches, I was privileged uh, to be the music team leader uh, for the Sand Hills Baptist Association, um, and uh, served uh, in that capacity from two thousand and eight to two thousand and fourteen. Uh, God really. Um, built that ministry up and uh, I give him all the praise for it. And, uh, I was, like I said, I was uh, privileged to, uh, uh, take that role and to be in it for as long as I did. But then, like I said, in 2014, I made the transition here to faith. Um, met a brother by the name of Chad Nall, who not only became my brother in Christ, he became my pastor. Um, he and I just kind of hit it off and, uh, I never forget sitting in a hospital room. I just had surgery, and thanks to my uncle, um, and uh, he kind of facilitated the meeting between uh, Chad and myself, and uh, so uh, we got to meet there in the hospital room, and uh, we hit it off, and uh, God has really uh, brought us together for such a time as this, and um, I have learned a lot. I consider him a mentor as well as a brother and a pastor. Um, uh, he's really helped me on my walk uh, in faith and in ministry. And, uh, you know, I just thank him so much for being my brother and uh, for helping me out the way he has and for giving me this platform uh, through the uh, Ministry Focus podcast to do this Um and I'll explain why again in just a few minutes. Uh, I won't hold you long for this particular podcast. I just want to kind of introduce myself, give you a layout of what to expect over the next coming podcast that I do. And uh, so I won't hold you too long, but I, I did want to thank Chad for the opportunity to, to do this podcast and also another mentor of mine. And I've been privileged, folks. I've, I've sat under the learning tree of a lot of great gentlemen uh, in ministry. And uh, one of these that I consider uh, a mentor is Kenny Lamp. Uh, Kenny is 
the worship strategist for the North Carolina State Baptist Association. Um, uh, Baptist State Convention. I almost said Baptist Association. I knew that was wrong, but it's Baptist State Convention uh, here in North Carolina. And he has really played an integral role in my ministry uh, by providing resources and education. And one of those instances I'm going to talk about here in just a few moments. Um, But uh, in a lot of the material, I'll go ahead and put this out here right now. A lot of the material that I will use and a lot of the structure uh, that um, I'm going to lay out for you is because of Kenny Lamb. Um, He has put together some really great uh, materials, and uh, I've wanted to use that and try to communicate to everyone else out there um and by using the 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 uh, the materials that um he has written as well as materials from other worship leaders uh from around the country uh that has great expertise better than me uh, on 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 worship and uh, what how we're supposed to approach it and what the bible says about worship and uh, so i just want to th- uh, thank kenny in advance uh for uh, his help in helping me create or giving me the thought of creating uh, this particular podcast. And like I said, I'll be utilizing a lot uh, of the materials that uh, Kenny uh, presented to me not too long ago uh, to help in this uh, podcast. Uh, So that kind of gives you a little bit of a background on, on who I am and uh, uh, how I got into uh, ministry. And so brings me to, this next point. So why are we here? Um, I think everyone in ministry at some point has come into a place where they pretty much hit a brick wall. And what I mean by that is that you come to a point where you're not necessarily burned out. Although sometimes that does, that has happened and does happen in ministry and has happened in my ministry. Uh, you get to a point where you think, okay, God, there's got to be something more uh, that you want done that you need me to do. And, you know, where am I lacking? Where am I failing at? Uh, you kind of do a self-evaluation and you get along with God and uh, you get into his word and you begin to uh, to seek him out and really fervently uh, ask him, you know, I know there's more to this that you want done in this ministry. You know, folks, I say this is my ministry, but it's really his, first and foremost. He's the one that called me into music ministry 25 years ago, and, um, you know, I tried to run from it. I tried to deny it. And, you know, I'll never forget this, and I've told this story to uh, some of my folks here at Faith Baptist Church, but I had a blessed godmother that um, really helped me in in my spiritual side of life. Uh, her name was Sadie McCrimmon, and we called her Grandma Sadie. And uh, she was my godmother. And you talking about a a spirit-filled little lady, that was Grandma Sadie, um, a prayer warrior. And uh, someone that I could go to at a moment's notice, and she would stop anything she was doing, and she would pray over me or pray with me for whatever whatever was bothering me. And I remember 
on a number of occasions, especially when I got into high school. Grandma Sadie now was about four foot six, four foot seven. Uh, she was small in stature, but man, what a big, big heart she had. And I remember her taking her little arthritic index finger and pointing it at my chest and said, boy, God is going to make you a preacher one day. And I always thought, you know, okay, Grandma, whatever you say, you know, I, I just dismissed it. Um, being that young in life, I was like, there's no way God's going to use me for for anything. I'll just be a churchgoer. You know, I'll get saved when it's time to get saved, and and uh, you know, I'll I'll serve him when when I get saved, and you know, I'm, I'm not going to worry about that. But she just kept repeating it um, almost every time. God's going to make you a preacher someday, boy. Well, you know, little did I know that you know, later on in my life, back in 1998, uh, that God would call me to this opportunity. And I mean, like I said, I tried to deny it. I tried to run from it. And I regret it that I ever ran away from God. And, and, I, and I regret that I never got started sooner in ministry. And, you know, for everything, there is a season. And I believe that. The Bible says that. And so in 1998, when the first opportunity arose, God just kept working on my heart. Boy, th- this is your opportunity. And if you don't take it, there may not come another one. I may not give you another opportunity uh, to to get involved in ministry and to, and to serve me. And so I took the opportunity. I became uh, a choir director and a song leader at my childhood church. And the rest, they say, is history. And uh, little did I know what Grandma was saying. I always thought when she said, boy, you're going to be a preacher one day, that I would become a pastor. Um, that wasn't my calling. Uh, God didn't call me to become a pastor. Uh, he called me to minister, and he's called each and every one of us to preach his word. Uh, so now that I understand that, I understood what Grandma was saying all those many years ago. And uh, so over the past 25 years, you know, I've been privileged and honored to be used of God uh, to work in the the, the music uh, ministry and the worship ministries of, uh, for, of the different churches I've, I've served. But here at Faith Baptist Again, I've had my valleys and I've had my mountains, but there came a time where I hit a brick wall, and it's about a year and a half ago, I began to feel this brick wall, and it was like I was going through motions. I still love to serve, but I, I just wasn't sure there was something else, there was something missing, and then God opened up, and op- uh, opened up an opportunity for me to attend a worship leaders conference at Camp Caraway not too long ago. And again, my, my mentor, Kenny Lamb, was uh, directing this conference, and it was almost like a foregone conclusion. I told my wife, I said, I've got to go to this. Um, you know, I, I, I've just got, I've just feel led that the Holy Spirit is leading me here for some reason, and I've got to go. It was a three-day weekend uh, in the mountains in Sophia, North Carolina. I mean, it's gorgeous there. And the moment I drove up there on, on uh, Friday morning, uh, Friday afternoon at, at lunchtime, uh, God began to really work on my heart. And he said, now, when you step out of this car, you, I want to clear your mind. I want you to focus on me, and I want you to focus on what Kenny brings to you. 
and what he presents to you. And there was about a dozen of us, uh, other worship leaders that were here at this particular uh, worship conference. And almost immediately from the first day of, of the class that afternoon, uh, God just began to open up uh, to me. Okay, here's where you're lacking. Here's where your, uh, some of your faults are. Here's what you need to improve on, those sorts of things. One of the biggest things that he began to deal with me about was discipleship. You know, us as worship leaders or as ministry leaders, whether you're a pastor, uh, whether you are a worship leader, wherever your calling is in ministry, there's one important element that we are called to do, and that is disciple others. And I believe that that was one of my biggest um, fallbacks and biggest omissions in my ministry was I wasn't discipling enough. I, I, I was more concerned about putting on the product than I was really getting to the nitty gritty of why God is leading me to do this. Why is he helping me to do that and showing others and discipling others? Um, and because, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. God may call me home before this podcast ends. I don't know. Uh, it may be another 25, 30 years before he calls me home, or we may get raptured, which I think is going to happen pretty soon, ladies and gentlemen, just as a side note, uh, pretty soon. So we don't know. During the time that we have, we need to take the opportunity to disciple. So that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast as a means of discipling, because if you're like me, folks, for the longest time, for and at least through the first 15 years of my ministry, I thought worship was just showing up at church, uh, breaking open a hymn book, writing down some hymns, uh, and saying, okay, here's what we're going to sing for the worship service uh, this morning and for the worship service this afternoon uh, for the evening service. And, oh, by the way, the choir is going to sing this song. And, of course, you know, you practice with the choir, and then you get them to sing. And that was the worship. And God showed me uh, there's a lot more to worship than just breaking open a hymn book. Now, he began to show me this uh, about 10 years ago. Uh, when I first started coming here to faith, and he began to really open my eyes to the the totality of what worship really is. And if you're like me back then, you probably have the same uh, ideas of what worship is. You know, you wait till Sundays to worship. No, we're created to worship 24-7. Think about it like this, that God is surrounded by worship all the time. The angels are encircling his throne constantly, worshiping him, worshiping him, crying, holy, 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 worthy are you, Lord, giving him praise constantly. And so why would he expect less from us as his children? So I think we missed the boat in a lot of occasions on that. And so that was the reason I wanted to create this podcast um, to kind of lead us on a journey of what worship is according to what the Bible lays out. Now, I will go ahead and put this out to everyone that I will use the Bible predominantly to to back up what I, I lay out for you here during this podcast. 
you don't have to believe me. Go to the go to the word, and I'll be given uh, biblical examples uh, of worship, what it entails, what is expected uh, of us as worshipers, and you know, for a lot of this podcast is going to be directed toward you as the layperson, as the worshiper that comes to church. What is your expectations? What is your duty as far as worship is concerned? But also, there will be some podcasts that I'll put on that will be directed more toward the worship leaders themselves. And I hope to be uh, having some guests here from time to time that uh, we'll interview and we'll talk about worship, uh, their experiences in worship and different things from a wide range of, uh, of different guests that I've got in line to do. So I'm just looking forward to how God is going to use this podcast to help us prepare more. Like I said earlier, I'm a firm believer that if God was to roll back the clouds in the eastern sky right now and show us his time clock, of how soon the rapture is getting ready to take place. I believe every altar in every church in America would be full, and we would be fervent uh, in prayer. We would be fervent in our worship. We would be fervent as churchgoers. And so I hope that by explaining more about worship, talking to you more about worship, that you're able to take that and utilize it in your everyday walk. Um, I'm just doing a very small part, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm just doing what uh, I feel like the Lord is is leading me to through this podcast. Um, you know, I wish I could put on classes like Brother Kenny, but I can't. Uh, so I'm using this medium to get the word out and to help each and every one of us out because I'm going to be learning right along with you guys, um, and uh, I I still continue to learn even after 25 years in ministry. I know Pastor Chad, he's continuing to learn, even all after all the years of ministry that he's been in. He's continually learning uh, and exploring uh, more of what the Bible says that we need to be about. So that gives you an overlay of the podcast and kind of uh, helps set the foundation of what to expect in the weeks to come. So for right now, I'm just going to end this podcast, and uh, uh, the next podcast that I'll do will We'll start on what is worship? What does the Bible say worship is? What are the examples of worship? And uh, so just thank you for giving me some of your time today. And I hope and pray that until the next time we get to talk, that you will keep a song in your heart and that you'll keep Jesus in the center of your life. So long for now.